You're listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We rely on the financial support of listeners like yourself to keep going. If you'd like to support diverse voices on your radio, go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Stay tuned to hear the rest of your 3CR podcast. Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Welcome to the Anarchist World This Week, broadcast across Australia on the National Community Radio Satellite. Listen to the Anarchist World This Week, Australia's sacred cow slaughterhouse. Listen to analysis of local, national, international events. Listen to analysis you'll never hear anywhere else. Aha! This is the Anarchist World This Week, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program is broadcast across Australia, courtesy of the Community Radio Network. That's right. And the program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. So if you find yourself in an embarrassing situation during the next hour, you need to go to the toilets, the police knock on your door, your neighbour needs a cup of sugar, or maybe some soya beans, <laughs> you can go to the podcast, 3cr.org.au. My name is Joseph Toscano. I'm hosting today's program, and those of you who uh, want to see what I look like and what the producer Kelly looks like, if you go to 3cr.org.au, we have our special subscriber drive a photograph, because today, unashamedly, I'll be asking you to subscribe to the Melbourne radio station, the most radical station on Earth, if not the galaxy, if not the universe. That's 3cr.org.au. So if you ring this number, 0394198377, and I can't see any lights on the board yet, 0394198377, become a, a listener subscriber. You get a little card. $35 for concessions for pensioners, $75 waged, and if you really got a lot of cash, 150 bucks, you get a little card, you get discounts at shops, but unlike, unlike being a shareholder, uh, where the number of votes you get depends on the number of shares you have, say for the Murdoch Empire, guess what? You get an equal vote to elect Members, uh, listener sponsor representatives to the board of 3CR. So that number again, 9419 8377. And the photo is up now on the 3CR Facebook. 3CR Facebook, there you see, you'll see Joe Toscana in his all his pathetic glory. And the bright Kelly, that's right, intellectually and in terms of clothes, bright. So, but seriously, we need subscribers. We need them now. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. Loretta here at three CR is very keen to get subscribers because 
subscribers of the lifeblood of the station because listener uh, subscribers not only show their support by donating financially uh, for subscriptions, but they also become part of the 3CR family, not just the listening family, but the family which is involved in making decisions at the kitchen table regarding this radio station, which is a community-owned radio station. So ring now, 94198377, and in about 20 minutes, I'll make the same advertisements and we'll go on and on. But if you wonder what anarchos, anarchy is all about, from the word anarchos, it means without rulers. How do, you society, how do you create a society without rulers? You devolve power, which is a fancy word for share, and you hold wealth in common. So if you're involved in the struggle to improve people's lives, and that struggle involves sharing power and sharing wealth, whether you like it or not, you're an anarchist. Now, we've got a fascinating day today, uh, but uh, more importantly, we've got a fascinating universe that's right. Now, the big thing is affordable housing. Everybody talks about affordable housing. Now, everything is possible in life, but unfortunately, in a society which is uh, driven by profits, uh, a lot of things are impossible. So you can actually throw out ideas into the stratosphere, but unless those ideas are acted on, uh, little changes. The dilemma is these days we don't even have ideas thrown in the, in the st- st- stratosphere. Now, I have, not just me, a lot of other people, we have a simple solution to the housing crisis in Australia. And I'm just talking about homelessness. I'm not talking about the 30% of people who are on Social Security benefits, many of them in a rental situation. I'm not talking about the 40% of people who will never, will never be able to afford a home because their, uh, their wages are not enough. Because the average mortgage, the average mortgage in Melbourne town is $500,000. And it's increased by about 10 to 12% in the last 12 months with low interest rates. People have been mortgaging themselves up to their neck. And in a period of uh, stagnant wage growth and uh, no expansion of the small business sector, it is a real worry. So affordable housing, how do you solve the problem? It's very simple, a very simple concept. Every state levies stamp duty when you purchase a home, whether it's a new home, whether it's uh, a home that's been there for decades, you pay stamp duty. And stamp duty can be quite significant, very significant. can be up to 6% of the sale price of the house. Now, in the state of Victoria, which I'm familiar with, and I'm sure it's the same in the rest of the country, billions of dollars are raised by state governments from stamp duty revenue. And in Victoria, it's about $6 billion. Now, if you levy a tax on housing, why not use that money Why not use that money for public housing? Because it has a significant impact on the housing market at every level. And it's very simple. 
If you allocate $6 billion to the public housing sector in Victoria, and if you allocate, obviously, the stamp duty revenue to public housing in other states in this Commonwealth of Australia, what you will see is a ripple effect which has a positive impact on almost every Australian because public housing is everybody's business. It's very simple. The more people who live in public housing, the less people who need to live live in the private sector. And the beauty about public housing, it's usually a, a fixed percentage of income and it also means having secure housing. So you can actually send your kids to the same schools, the same clubs, be part of a community. Now, obviously, there are problems and issues regarding public housing. There are problems and issues with everything else. So if a significant proportion of the population live in public housing, and if you allocate stamp duty revenue in Victoria, which I'm familiar with, to public housing, within a year, within a, within a year, you can actually solve the public housing waiting list and the homeless crisis. And within a decade, you could have a million people, which is about 15% of the Victorian population, within a decade, in public housing. As the number of people in public housing increases, the there would be downward pressure on rents because fewer people would need to rent in the private sector. As rents fall, what we would see is a fall in price in housing at the lower end of the market, which means that people would not need $500,000 mortgages and $120,000 deposits in order to get into the private housing market. So a strong public housing sector means lower rents, means cheaper prices, it means more people can actually enter the private housing market and uh, buy housing. And the only losers would be those people who currently gain through negative gearing. A very small percentage of the population, about 8%. So a strong public housing sector ensures there is competition in the housing market. We have a problem of housing affordability today for one very good reason. And that reason is the fact that there's no competition because the public housing sector is so minuscule and in Victoria it's been privatised at a rate of knots by the state government that there is no competition as far as housing is concerned and the private sector monopolises housing and artificially increases rents and housing prices. Also, a strong public housing sector would also mean a boost for the economy. And a boost for the economy would mean increased wages growth. Now, how's that going to occur? And again, I'm just using capitalist logic here. It's very simple. If you don't have to pay 40 to 50% of your income to meet your rental requirements or mortgage repayments, and you only pay 25% of your income because you're in public housing, you have increased discretionary income, which means in plain English that you can actually buy more things 
and keep the economy pumping over. It's very simple. It's a simple concept. It's not. You don't need revolution. You don't need blood in the streets. You don't need the guillotine, you know, in, in every square. It's very simple. All it takes is a majority in state parliament for this to become a fact. But we don't have that political will. There isn't the political will and there isn't the popular push to force governments to take this action, to quarantine stamp duty revenue to create affordable housing and to remove the scourge of homelessness and housing insecurity from our community. It's a very simple concept. There's nothing radical about it. It's the type of thing that, you know, all the political parties should be supporting. But if you raise these issues, they look at you as if you're some type of an idiot. Why should stamp duty revenue, $6 billion per year in Victoria alone, be pumped into expanding the road network or building tunnels or, in, or corporate welfare, and the list goes on and on. As I said before, everything is possible, but you need to be able to pressure those organs of the state which make those decisions. Listen to the Anarchist World this week, broadcast across Australia by the Community Radio Network. And just in case you're listening to this program... Uh, I, uh, the program comes from Community Radio 3CR in Melbourne. We are in the midst of our listener sponsor drive. We're trying to get more listener sponsors to be uh, more listeners to become sponsors of the radio station here at 3CR in Melbourne, one of the most radical radio stations on this planet. You can uh, become a listener sponsor very simply. Pick up the phone right now. You don't have to live in Victoria. You can help the radio station. It doesn't matter where you live, and we love interstate listener sponsors. You can ring 039-419-8377. The cost is $35 for uh, people on uh, non-wage earners, $75 wage earners, $150 solidarity. You get a little subscriber card discounts at various shops, most importantly of all, unlike most other listener sponsor drives. If you become a listener sponsor, you have the ability to vote, to uh, select listener sponsor representatives who then go on the board of 3CR and have a real say. The listeners have a real say in the direction the radio station goes. So I encourage you to ring right now. I can actually see whether that telephone tree lights up and I can't see any lights there so if you've been thinking about it great way to uh, help now if you want to subscribe online you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe so don't let me down ring up become a listener sponsor to community radio 3cr which has been hosting the anarchist world this week in its various guises for the last 43 years when everybody else said to us that, you know, we had nothing to say, they didn't want to hear us, they wouldn't give us a voice, Community Radio 3CR in Melbourne gave us a voice in 1977, 43 years ago. Let's move on. Free trade. Or shall I call it corporate trade. It was interesting to see that we've just signed up another so-called free trade agreement for Indonesia. I mean, we've got free trade agreements with, you know, you know, Peru, 
who knows who, Japan, the list goes on and on. What's all free trade about? Well, free trade is very simple. It's about corporatisation. It's about globalisation. I mean, free trade in Australia, what the Australian government has just done as far as the free trade agreement with Indonesia is concerned, and we know what a great supporter of the West Papuan independence movement uh, Indonesia is, what, three tr- what this agreement has done is two things. One, it has improved markets temporarily for agricultural exporters and the mining sector. But what it's done is actually will increase the number of temporary Australian, temporary workers in this country. And the big reason that uh, wages don't go up is a large workforce of temporary workers, which is approaching two million, it's about one in six workers, basically puts downward pressure on wages and governments have been supporting this concept for years because what they want to do is they actually want to decrease wages, remove hard-won conditions. So if you think that a free trade agreement with Indonesia is really going to help the Australian people, it'll help a few corporations, it'll help a bit of agribusiness, it'll help a few more mining giants to add a few extra billions to their uh, portfolio. But as far as most Australians is concerned, it will really put further downward pressure on prices. It will ensure that we continue to run along on a pathway that really doesn't help anybody. So if you think it's about free trade, it's not about free trade, it's about corporate trade. It's got nothing about to do about free trade. It's about removing barriers, destroying industries, destroying communities for the sake of uh, increasing the profits of uh, agribusiness and the mining sector. Let's move on. Now, Scotty from Advertising Jingle for the Week. We will continue to deliver. You like that? Deliver what? Deliver to whom? I assume they mean they'll continue to deliver to the corporate sector. They'll continue to deliver to that small section of society that owns the means of production, distribution, exchange and communication. They won't continue to deliver to the 30% of Australians and Social Security benefits. They won't continue to deliver to the 2 million unionists in this country. They won't continue to deliver to part-time workers, people in insecure income. They won't continue to deliver to that. And it's interesting how people don't actually uh, join the dots. Now, everybody's heard that Mr Columbaris's empire has kind of collapsed and the business has gone into a receivership. But let's look at the restaurant industry across the country and how it functions to a significant degree. It functions through the exploitation of temporary workers. That's right. Temporary workers. Temporary workers are basically hostages to their employers because they create a fuss. The employer can ask for their visa to be cancelled and to be sent back to their country of origin. You know, it's a bit of bugbear, this thing about temporary workers. I mean, it's not the fault of the people who've come here to make a buck. It's the fault of governments which have continued to pass legislation over the last few decades to bring in millions of temporary workers into this country, not to fill gaps in skills, but to actually provide 
are docile, low-paid, exploitative, exploited workforce, which puts downward pressure on wages, which puts pressure on unions, which creates a large non-unionised workforce, which is basically hostage to the whims of employers. And it's no accident that we have seen case after case after case after case of exploitation of uh, temporary workers in this country because that's the reason the whole system was set up. This is the anarchist world this week. Now, as I said before, people say, you know, democracy is a contest of ideas. What ideas? All I hear every week, every day, is the same crap. Every week, every day, every hour of the day while I'm awake, I hear the same crap. The same garbage, all right? The same garbage that we, you know, we need to be a competitive country, that we need to, you know, to, we need to globalise, we need to corporatise, we need to deregulate, we need to privatise. And, you know, constantly we're told this, constantly. I'll give you an example of a little bit of lateral thinking. It's very simple. The trouble is there is no lateral thinking in this country. It's as if citizens and residents have blinkers, like a horse, in a horse race, you've got these blinkers on. And all you can do is see ahead of you. You can't see to the side. You can't see the wider world. You can't see above you. I'll give you an example. Now, CBUS, which is a construction industry superannuation fund, very good fund, right? Okay. Has $56 billion invested, half of it in the Australian stock market. Now remember, this is a trade union control fund, construction union. $124 million of CBUS's $56 billion is invested in coal. Very small amount. Now, people are calling on CBUS to divest itself of that investment. Now, fine. But what... what can you do with that $124 million? Why continue to invest in the very system that exploits working people in this country? Why continue to exist? With that $120 million, you could do something a little bit radical. You could set up a seeding fund for cooperatives and collectives. You could do a large advertising program, uh, ask people who want to form cooperatives and collectives around this country and form, and form a, wor- a third uh, arm to the economy, not just the private sector, the public sector, but a collective and cooperative sector, which is almost non-existent in this country. You could do, say, $1,200, $100,000 loans at uh, reasonable interest rates, which will be repaid. Obviously, some will fail. A lot, a lot will uh, survive. And you can actually create, help to create a new arm to the economic system, one based on cooperatives and collectors, which is there basically to serve the interests of its members and the people they actually provide goods and services for. Very simple concept. Why can't CBUS divest itself of that $124 million from the coal industry and then use it as seeding funding for cooperatives and collectives, and uh, that money would come back in droves.
because there's a large number of people in this country who are underemployed, who would like to work longer hours, who would like to be involved in productive work, who are involved in insecure work, who could form cooperatives and collectives, small cooperatives, large cooperatives and collectives, and actually uh, create a profit, not for share owners or shareholders, but a profit from themselves, which they can actually distribute amongst themselves. A little bit of lateral thinking. Why is there no lateral thinking in 2020? Even by organisations, you would expect would be thinking a little bit uh, outside the box. You listen to the Anarchist World this week, broadcast across Australia via the Community Radio Network. This program is streaming live on 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. That's 3cr.org.au. Now, before I go on, a a few little bits and pieces. First of all, I'd like to remind people that if you are in the city of Melbourne on Wednesday the 12th of February 2020 and you're listening to this program streaming live on 3cr.org.au or directly on 855 on your AM dial in Melbourne or through the community radio network through your local community radio station, just remind you that uh, lunch today, midday, Lunch today at midday at La Porquetas, around 3.90, Raft Downstream, Carlton North. We are having dinner next week on the 19th. That's next week on the 19th. Uh, uh, I forgot, but I've been reminded. Next week on the 19th. And on the 26th, we'll be having dinner at 7pm once again down there at Frankston at All You Can Eat. So go to my Facebook page, Joseph Toscar, it's all there. If you want further information, you can always ring me on 0439 395 Now, a lot of people think that a community station like 3CR can go on forever. Well, I remember the Bulletin went for 125 years and then folded. Uh, Dimmies has been... Uh, trading for 166 years, it's folded and will be uh, trading uh, for a few more months. And then apart from one or two stores left in the in Australia, it'll close down. It's the same with Community Radio 3CR. Now, we rely on our listeners to survive. I mean, we don't obtain or desire or look for corporate donations. We rely on our listeners and part of our ability of our listeners to get involved in the running of the community, Radio 3CR, is through electing listener sponsor representatives on the board of 3CR. They're elected every year. In order to have the power to vote, you need to become a listener sponsor. As a listener sponsor, not only do you support 3CR financially, you also get a little card saying you're a sponsor. You get uh, discounts at various shops and you also get that right to vote for listener-sponsored representatives. Now, if you want to look at the team, if you go to the 3CR Facebook page, there's yours truly and my producer, Kelly. Uh, We're both encouraging you to become listener sponsors. We want you to become listener sponsors now. I want you to pick up the phone, ring 039419. 8377 039 419 8377 Unwaged, 
waged seventy five dollars. If you've got heaps of money, one hundred and fifty dollars, or if you're an organisation, one hundred and fifty dollars. So, ring up now, become a listener sponsor. I can't see one light on the board, so ring now nine oh three nine four one nine eight three double seven. Become a listener sponsor. Keep Australia's most radical radio station on air for another four years. I mean, it's been on air for almost uh, 43 years. I think it's 44 for you this year. So keep us on air. Ring now, 039 419 I don't ask for much for our listeners, but uh, it's like any other organisations. We have to survive in a capitalist society. In order to survive in a capitalist society, we need to raise funds. We need, even more important than raising funds, we need people to be part of the 3CR family, because we are a family, we're a family out there which is fighting for equality, both economically and politically. We are a family of people, we have similar ideas. Uh, we like you to ring now, become a listener sponsor, 9, 0394198377. If you're listening to this radio station, uh, the Anarchist World this week, courtesy of the Community Radio Network, some there. Somewhere out there in Radio Land, in the Northern Territory, West Australia, Tasmania, South Australia, King Island, and the list goes on and on. New South Wales, Victoria, and even Queensland, especially if you come from Yapoon, which has been uh, taking the anarchist world this week for uh, decades. 039-419-8377, become a listener sponsor and get involved in the radio station uh, at the level you wish to be involved in. Now, a few other things I'd like to remind people. There is an important public meeting about affordable housing on the Bass Coast. And if you wonder what the Bass Coast is, it's uh, basically uh, the coastline from, I'd say, from uh, Wilson's Promontory, or before Wilson's Promontory, from Phillip Island across to uh, Malakuta, there is a public meeting which has been organised by the Unemployed Workers' Union, which I've been kindly asked to address. It will be on Saturday, the 29th of September, from 2pm to 4pm. That's uh, Saturday, the 29th of September. You can't... What am I saying September for? What an idiot. <laughs> Saturday... The 29th of February, F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y. Don't ask me why I said September. Maybe I'm losing it, the plot. So it's Saturday, the 29th of February, F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Wonthaggy Town Hall, the foyer at the Wonthaggy Town Hall. The meeting will be chaired by one of the Wonthaggy City Councillors, and the three speakers will be Jessica Harrison from the Unemployed Workers Union. There'll be uh, Howard Morosi from uh, uh, Friends of Public Housing and yours truly from Public Interest Before Corporate Interest. And we'll be addressing the question of affordable housing, not just on the Bass Coast, but the whole of this country. So everybody's invited. Make a day of it. Come along. Um, there's no trains to one thirty, but there is a good bus service. So uh, it's on... Uh, Saturday, the 29th of February, 2 to 4 p.m. at the Wonthaggy Town Hall in the foyer. I mean, hopefully that a lot of people, regional listeners, will um, ring up and... uh, Sorry, I hope a lot of regional listeners will turn up to the meeting. You don't have to ring anybody up. 
Now, if you can't get to a phone and you'd like to be a subscriber to Community Radio 3CR, you can subscribe online. You go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. But we love people to ring up and you can meet the friendly folk at 3CR who are waiting for your call. Uh, They're fascinating. They want more listener sponsors. We need more listener sponsors in order to keep this radio station floating, not just economically, because the listener sponsorship is not just about you know asking you for your money. It's actually asking you to be involved in the 3CR family, asking you to get involved, asking you to vote for listener sponsor representatives on the decision-making uh, organs of this uh, organisation. This is a community-based organisation. It's a community-owned organisation. And it has survived for since 1976, which is 44 years, because of the support of our listeners. Not the support of the government of the day, which has attempted to close down 3CR on a number of occasions. Not the support of the corporate sector. Not the support of the church-based organisations. Not the support, you know, of uh, you know some shadowy political party, but the support of the community itself, especially those members of the community who want to improve the lives of the people around them and create a community where both wealth and power is shared. So there's a number of lines free. Give us a ring. You'll meet uh, some of the uh, friendly uh, people here at 3CR. Have a chat to them. Become a listener listener sponsor. 3CR for unwaged, uh, sorry, $35 for unwaged, $75 for waged, $150 solidarity. So put a smile on your face, do something positive, keep this station going on air. You know, feed, feed radical ideas, you know. Sow the seeds, water the seeds. The seeds have been sown, we need a bit of water, and that water is you, the listener sponsor. Not just economically, but in terms of your ability to be part of this radio station, this family, which currently I'm broadcasting uh, here at the Anarchist World this week, courtesy of the Community Radio Network. And as I said, ring now, 039419. Eight three double seven nine. Oh, you've all been waiting for the scintillating analysis. Well, sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes we have to actually put things on hold because, you know, we have to survive. We need to survive in a capitalist society. And if you want to look, see what we're like and have a look, look at our producer, Kelly, go to the Facebook page, and the 3CR Facebook page. We're there asking you to uh, subscribe to 3CR. 039419-8377 or 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. And remember, if you want to listen to the same crap, the same bodgy solutions every day, well, listen to Community Radio's 3CR, support 3CR, and support all those radio stations which are part of the Community Radio Network. Now, it was an interesting court case yesterday in the High Court, interesting decision. Now, it's interesting how little most Australians know about about the rules. That's right, the rules. Now, the Australian Constitution is a little bit like the rule book in a game. Say you're playing soccer or volleyball or netball or whatever. There's a rule book. Well, as far as life in this country is concerned, the Australian Constitution is the rule book. The High Court, the seven judges in the High Court, or is that eight? I think it's seven. Uh, they're the referees. 
they basically interpret the rules. And we're the spectators. If you see the Australian Constitution in that light, it's very easy to understand. You've got a rule book, which is the Australian Constitution. You've got the umpires, which is the High Court. Then you've got us, the spectators. The players, well, that's our politicians. They're the players. Our elected representatives in federal parliament, they're the players. Okay? If you see the Australian Constitution in that light, it gives you an idea. Now, the Australian Constitution was asked, the High Court, the Australian High Court was asked to make a very important decision yesterday. And this case has been going now on for almost two years. And they're asked to define what an alien is. Because there's no such thing as Australian citizenship in the Australian Constitution. We were all British, British subjects till 1949, okay? And the Australian Constitution came into play in 1901. Now, the Australian government has been making a lot of legislation, quite nasty, negative, perverse legislations regarding aliens in this country. And we've seen it over and over again. We saw it with the deportation of the Canaks, which were basically slaves who were brought across to North Queensland to work on the North and Queensland cane fields at the end of the uh, 19th uh, century, who deported at the beginning of the 20th century. Many were deported. We saw it in terms of refugees who came to Australia from Asia, especially Indonesia, um, during the Second World War, who were forcefully deported. Uh, we've seen it with the treatment of asylum seekers and refugees in this country where they're processed offshore and held as prisoners, you know, for, for, for uh, many, many, many uh, years, courtesy of the Australian government. We've seen the High Court. Now, there's been an interest, there was an interesting case recently. There were two Australian Aboriginal people Mr. Brendan Toms and Mr. David Love. And I think, I think Mr. Toms was born in Papua New Guinea of an Aboriginal parent and Mr. Love was born in New Zealand of Aboriginal parent. It could be back the front. And Mr. Toms has been in detention, immigration detention for five, was in immigration detention until today for 501 days. And because they were born overseas and they came in as permanent residents and never took out Australian citizenship, the government of the day decided they were aliens and was going to deport them, one back to Papua New Guinea and one back to New Zealand, although they'd lived most of their lives here. The reason they were going to be deported is that both had served a prison sentence, which means they didn't meet the character, uh, whatever that is, character uh, concerns, and they're fit for deportation in the current legislation. Now, the Australian government felt that, you know, that they could do this. Now, the High Court, in a split decision four to three, found that Indigenous Australians could not be considered to be aliens under the Australian Constitution, which makes sense. I mean, Indigenous Australians, both Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, have had 60,000 years of continuous occupation of this land before it was colonised, what, 240 years ago. Simple. Simple. You think, so what? Well, this has profound implications as far as the government's power, immigration powers, to make legislation regarding aliens. Because recently, 
the Australian government has actually extended the definition of aliens to Australian citizens who've got a dual citizenship, whether they've taken out a dual citizenship or not, or they've got a right to a dual citizenship, has been talking about deporting Australian citizens with a dual citizenship and has begun to do that. So what is an Australian? What is it? What is an Australian? You can be born in this country, a refugee or asylum seeker parents, and you're not an Australian. Up till yesterday, you could be an Indigenous Australian and actually not be considered to be an Indigenous Australian if you were born overseas of an Indigenous parent. You can be a permanent resident. You can be deported at any time because of the alien in our laws, the interpretation of the High Court. If you're an alien, you can be held indefinitely without trial on no charge, and the High Court made that decision 15 years ago based on the Australian Constitution. So what's this great rule book, the Australian Constitution? It looks like there's a number of chapters which are missing from the rule book. It's a little bit like uh, playing an AFL game with half AFL rule and half, uh, you know, uh, soccer football rules or volleyball rules. Because the the great sadness about the Australian Constitution is that it's essentially a trade document which regulates trade between the colonies which federated to become the uh, Australia in 1901, the 1st of January 1901. There is nothing about human rights in the Australian Constitution. There's nothing in the Australian Constitution which protects the individual from the arbitrary exercise of state power. Nothing whatsoever, and that's why successive governments have been able to pass legislation which have stripped common law rights away. Because in Australia, because there are no constitutional protections, there's nothing in the rule book which protects you, the individual, from the bully, the state, nothing at all. The state does what it likes. And if you look at the legislation which has been passed in this parliament since 1901, there has been some very, really crude cruel, inhumane legislation which has been passed because there are huge chapters which were never written into the Australian Constitution to protect individual citizens and individuals from the arbitrary exercise of state power. So this judgment in the High Court on the 11th of February 2020, a 4-3 judgment which actually tried to define what is and what isn't an alien and used the 1992 Mabo High Court decision to extrapolate that Indigenous Australians could not be considered to be aliens in their own country, it has uh, wider ramifications than we think. Listen to the Anarchist World this week, brought, brought to you courtesy of the Community Radio Network. This program is streaming live on 3cr.org.au. My name is Joseph Descartes. I'm hosting this program. Now you'll hear it. Variety of opinion on this program, variety of viewpoints, ideas, and if you want the community radio station, which is allowed, anarchist thoughts and ideas and radical ideas and egalitarian ideas to be broadcast for almost 44 years, I encourage you right now to pick up your phone and become a listener subscriber, a listener sponsor, subscriber driver, listener sponsor. Come now, ring now. Very easy, 
039-419-8377. This is not just a cash grab. As you see with most other organisations, they want your money, but they don't want you to get involved in the participating in the organisation. Uh, $35 unwaged, $75 waged, $150 solidarity. Become a listener sponsor to Community Radio 3CR. And that number again, you can pick up the phone right now, 039419837. Listener sponsors, you get a little subscription card, makes you a member of the 3CR community, the 3CR family. Uh, you can be involved in the uh, voting process to uh, elect listener sponsor representatives to the 3CR board, which is the organ, which is the organ which makes decisions in this radio station. And uh, you can do it right now. Nine o three nine four one nine eight three double seven. Pick up the phone right now. If you're not near a phone, you're at work. Well, still a bit of computer time. Go to three CR au forward slash subscribe and become a listener sponsor. The more listener sponsors, the stronger this radio station will be because we rely on our listener sponsors, not just commercially, but to be part of this uh, great, ongoing, expanding organisation, which is just as important as it is in 2020 as it was when it was first formed in 1976 if not more important, because things have radically changed, but they've changed in the direction of uh, centralising power and diminishing the number of people who've got wealth in this country. So if you are interested in change, reform, radical change, this is a great chance to be involved in an organisation which is not controlled by the corporate sector, not controlled by the state, not controlled by religious institutions, which is controlled by its members, which is as listener sponsors. Give us a ring, 039-419-8377. We've got the listener sponsors and the affiliates. Now, the Anarchist World this week is an affiliate of community radio station 3CR. We've been an affiliate since 1977. Uh, we are part of that uh, group that is involved in the decision-making processes, but we want our listeners to become involved. So ring now. I can't see one light on. This is your chance. Don't muff it. 039-419-8377. Must be a new word, muff it. Now, sometimes you have to laugh and sometimes you cry, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just amazed. I don't know if you've uh, kept your eye on this religious, so-called religious discrimination bill which is going to come through, back to Parliament in the next few weeks. Now, it's just it's extraordinary, extraordinary. It will give people... I mean, I'm really amazed at the amount of power that religious-based organisations have in this country. It's just extraordinary. I mean, if you're a registered religion, you don't pay tax, which is always helpful, isn't it? especially if you get billions of dollars of federal money uh, to uh, administer programs like the uh, Job Ready, and the list goes on and on, billions of dollars. And you get billions of dollars to support religious-based education around the country, billions of dollars while starving the public education sector. And you get billions of dollars going to religious health care in the country, Extraordinary. Not only do they have 
they don't pay tax, they don't pay rates, they are, you know, uh, they're getting billions of dollars of government funding, which is taxpayers' money. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want one of dollar of the tax I pay to go to religious-affiliated organisation. Not that I've got anything against religion, but I do have a problem when religious-based organisations are actually not supported by their own members but supported by the state and their organisations are supported by state money. There must be that division between state and church. But now they want to have the right to discriminate legally. That's right. They want the right to only hire people in their organisations which receive taxpayer-funded money the right to hire people of the same religious persuasion. And they want the right to actually sue people like you and me and take us to court if we make derogatory comments about their pie-in-the-sky philosophies. And And I'm including all registered religions in this. All registered religions. Why should they have more rights than anybody else in this community. I don't have the right to discriminate, but they want the right to discriminate. And we talk about free speech. Come on. Hopefully, this type of legislation will never get through Parliament, considering the crossbench we have today in the Senate. Most likely they will. So keep your eyes, eyes and ears open for that. Now, you've got to hand it to the agribusiness sector or the agri-business party. You know, they talk about the Green Party, the Labor Party, the Liberal Party. Well, the National Party, that's the agri-business party. There's a little bit of a power struggle going on in the agri-business party. And what we saw 48 hours ago was the so-called... Barnaby faction in the agribusiness party telling the government of the day, Scotty from advertising and his boys and girls in the cabinet, that they necessarily do not have a majority on the floor of parliament. When their boy, Mr O'Brien, was elected as a deputy speaker, where he won the vote against another national par- a national party member on the floor of the House. And we saw five national party members vote with the Labor Party to elect their boy. Extraordinary, isn't it? People think, oh, it's nothing more, it's nothing more than them saying, well, you know, you know, we'll do this. But this is much, 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 much bigger. I'll tell you why. The Liberal National Party is a two-seat majority in Parliament currently. Two-seat majority. I know we all spoke about the miracle victory in May last year of Scotty from advertising. The miracle victory. But the miracle victory delivered him a a two-seat majority. Now, if you've got three or four rebels within the National Party which are trying to destabilise the agribusiness party in order that their boy, Barnaby, becomes... Deputy Prime Minister of this country again. It's very easy for them to actually vote with the other side. Exceptionally easy. Things like maybe a, a 
you know, an ICAC corruption body, you know, federally. Who knows? There's a lot of loose cannons in this agribusiness party because a lot of them have got a problem. They've got electorates which are very, very unhappy. Very unhappy for a variety of reasons. Lack of jobs, people losing their jobs because they're involved in industries which are dying. No support by the federal government. No real support, only support for agribusiness sector. So they've got a real problem. They're quite concerned. Quite concerned. So what we could see over the next uh, few months is a little bit of destabilisation. As the rub rump of the agribusiness party, the coal lobby, flexes its muscle and actually allows a little bit of legislation to go through Parliament. You wouldn't expect to go through Parliament. You've been listening to the Anarchist World this week, broadcast across Australia via the Community Radio Network. My name is Joseph Toscano. Look, I apologise for the listener sponsor drive, but as I said before, we all have to live in the real world. I can give you a lot of theories, ideas, concepts, analysis, but at the end of the day, whether I continue to do this on the Community Radio Network depends on Community Radio Station 3CR in Melbourne continue to broadcast. It has allowed the Anarchist World this week and its various guises to broadcast for 43 years. We'd like to get to 70. No, no, not 70. 50, how's that? 50. So we are looking for listener sponsors for Community Radio Station 3CR. I won't bother you next week. I am bothering you now. Pick up the phone right now. 0394198377 or go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. Pick up the phone right now. Make me a happy person before the end of the program, the next 90 seconds. Pick up the phone, 39 8377 It's not just about money. It's about getting people who listen to the radio station to become involved in the running of the radio station uh, by electing listener-sponsored representatives. $35 unwaged, $75 waged, $150 solidarity. Ring now, 039-419-8377. Go to my Facebook page, Joseph Toscano. Don't forget the public meeting in Thaggy on Saturday the 29th of February, 2pm to 4pm at the Wonthaggy Town Hall. Don't forget lunch today at 12pm. That's the 12th of February. 19th, dinner, 19th of February at La Poquetas, and the list goes on and on. You can go to pipsy.net, download the application form, pipsy.net, P-I-B-C-I.net. Become part of public interest before corporate interest. Thank you for listening to the Anarchist World this week, courtesy of the Community Radio Network. This program has been streaming live on 3cr.org.au. 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. Listen in next week to the Annex World this week. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. An analysis you'll never hear anywhere else. Anarchist World this week. Australia's sacred cow slaughterhouse. 10am every Wednesday. Listen to the Anarchist World this week for an up-to-date analysis of local, national and international events. Poisoning their brainwashed minds. Oh, Lord, yeah.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.